0: Podcast by Shri, How to Make Decisions. For the practicing meditator who is making the biggest decision of his or her life, which is to put the self, to put the pure consciousness, the being, the knower first in your life, then the question can arise, when I'm knowing the self, when I'm practicing meditation, are my decisions being made in light of the self? Or am I making decisions with my limited perception of the mind? Because as the meditator you come to realize that whatever thoughts are in your mind, whatever desires that you have, they're on the level of the waking state mind. And the waking state mind is limited to your past experiences, your sanskars, your sense of division that was created as soon as you said, I am born, I am an individual, I am a person, I need this for me, and I don't need this for me, and I don't need that for me. So this limited perception, then, in the waking state, is what you've become aware of that you've made yourself to be. And now, the higher decision is to place your attention on the knower, to place your attention on the pure being that you are. So when it's time to make a decision or when you think a decision needs to be made, you can become aware of the limited capacity that decisions have been made in, in the past, and the way that most people try to make their decisions. Maybe by weighing the pros and the cons, by looking at the consequences of that decision, by your own past experiences, having made that decision before, and it worked out or it didn't work out. So this is the limited way that most decisions are made in the waking state. But as a meditator, we become aware that there's a power in the body to move, but the senses has more power over the body. Because as long as you're on the level of the senses, you will begin to crave things, you will desire to get the most satisfaction, the most ease for the body but the mind has more power over the senses. And you can observe that in your daily life because there are times when the senses crave something or desire something, but the mind can say, look, you've done that before, and even though maybe temporarily you felt okay, in the long run, eating two ice cream cones instead of one ice cream cone didn't really satisfy you you just felt sick afterwards. So even though the body might crave the ice cream, because of the functioning of the senses, the mind will come in and say, well, maybe not. And then the intellect will come in and say, yes, I can analyze and see that I've done this action before, and it didn't really bring me what I want, so Now, either I'll decide to still do it because I'll sell out for the temporary gratification that I might get from eating the two ice cream cones rather than the one ice cream cone and suffer the consequences later of feeling sick or maybe gaining extra weight or whatever that is for you. So the intellect can decide to do that or not to do that. But even more powerful than the body, the senses, the mind, And the intellect is the very self, the very power source itself that gives the intellect the power to function, that gives the mind the power to function, that gives the senses the power to function, that gives the body the power to move. So we can see if decisions are just made on the level of the body, to take care of the body, that's one level of decision decisions are made on the level of the senses, then you will just be a victim to all of your cravings of the senses and of your desires and the fulfillment of your desires. If they're made on the level of the mind, the mind will think it knows based on what input has been put in, just like a computer, whatever information has been put into the computer, it will decide based on that information And the intellect will now analyze that inflammation and say, well, this was good and that was bad, and this worked and that didn't work, and I can decide to do this or not to do this, depending on whether I want to face the consequences or not. So that's how a rational decision might be made. But now we want to step it up to the awareness of the knower, because the highest decision that you can make is to know the knower the very source of your power, the very source of your being. So, as this decision has been made to meditate, to know the knower, to know the oneness, to not only start with division that appears when you wake up in the morning and you say, I am this body who woke up, but instead to put the attention back to the knower so you can become aware even if you start to practice this when you wake up in the morning and you start to meditate even while you're lying there in bed by repeating the mantra amaramham maduramham and knowing i am immortal i am blissful rather than engaging in the mind right away saying i am this body this form that has these responsibilities things that I need to do today, that I should do today, and I have to get up to do those things. Rather than that, you repeat Amaram hum, Maduram hum. Those thoughts might still come and go, and you notice them and observe them, but your attention is on you, the very knower, the pure being that even knows that you're thinking these thoughts. So now the power, source of the knower is being known. And you will find that something will still compel you to get out of your bed, because the body functions that way. It's its nyati, it's the blueprint of your body to function in a way that you sleep for some time, you're awake for some time. When you're awake, the body will be moved to do its natural functioning of elimination its natural craving or desire for food to sustain the life and so on and so forth. So this compulsion to move will come and you act from that. Then as you're acting in your daily life from the perspective of the knower knowing that the body, the mind, the senses, the intellect are not separate from the knower They're the very very manifestation of the very knower into its creative abilities. So then there comes a time when you have to decide something. Let's say the decision is whether to move to a new home and to sell your home or to rent another home or to stay with your career or your job, or to move on to another career or job, or whatever the decision may be. Again, the limited functioning of decision-making would be based on pros and cons, what's worked before, the information or input that's been put into your mind. But the decisive intellect, the higher functionings of your mind, will function differently. And let's explore how that is. Again, let's start back with getting up in the morning and noticing that you're compelled to get up. In the same way that you were compelled to get up in the morning, you'll be compelled to do other actions in your life. So based on the premise that your true nature is love and joy and peace and serenity, you'll be compelled to do that which brings that to you in its highest form. So rather than having a desire to be happy, you will know that happiness is who you are. So everything that supports that happiness you will be compelled to do. Now oftentimes, while trying to make a decision, the sense is is that the decision should be made right now in this moment. However, oftentimes it's not the right time for the decision to be made. So you might even decide not to decide at this point. But that is only because it's not the right time. So you're exploring all the possibilities, all the scenarios that can occur or will occur. That's all fine, the mind will continue to do that. But in your meditation, you open up to the vast array of possibilities because being one with the whole, you're not limited by anything that the mind has experienced in the past or any of its sun scars, or impressions that have been cum- accumulated or any of the memories or the sense of division as being separate from the very whole. Look at how vast you are. When you open your eyes, you can see the whole sky. Yesterday, there was an eclipse of the sun. The very light was covered by the moon. And many people were wanting to see this great natural phenomena that occurs when the sun is eclipsed. In the same way, the light of the self Is eclipsed by the waking state, by the human condition, by the human mind and ego, because it functions taking care of the physical form, and because of that functioning, the light of the self can get covered. So as a meditator, as a practicant of highest knowledge, you want to remove those coverings And that's what meditation does. It allows you to know the vastness that you are. So when you open your eyes, you can see far into the sky. Look how vast you are. But yet, as a human being, you feel confined and limited to this one box that you call your physical body. So first things first in making any decision is to tune into your source tune into the vastness that you are. Every great inventor or creative person has said that their great invention or their creativity came to them in a flash. It didn't come from them thinking about it. They might have spent lots of time analyzing, thinking, studying, which is all fine, but then that very most important aha moment came when they weren't thinking about it at all, and this was documented by many famous experimenters and creative people, scientists. So, first to know that if the decision's not coming right now, that's fine. It's just not time yet to make the decision, so you accept that second to know that the self will compel you to move in any direction that's necessary and not to stop that and get into inaction because inaction can lead to depression so you keep acting and you keep moving in the light of the self knowing that the self will bring you to that vision of oneness That which is the greatest not only for you but for the whole. So you start from that and from the perspective that you're already content, you're already fulfilled, you're already happy. So the decision whether you do this or do that is not going to be the basis of your happiness. So therefore you can be decisive knowing that happiness, peace, joy, you already are it doesn't have to be found anywhere and then you just allow the nature you allow that self to guide you to move you wherever is best whatever is for the highest of all this of course unfolds more and more through your sadhana through your practice your meditation and just knowing this will help you in any decision-making process that you might be going through because now you know to let the self decide and not be limited by the mind let the knower decide how can the knower decide? This question can arise. How do I know whether it's my mind deciding or the knower deciding? The answer to that is very simple. If you're thinking that question, then that's your mind because the knower doesn't think. The knower, the space, the pure being just is. So when you're moving without thinking and analyzing and that movement is bringing you towards the highest awareness, then that's the self. When the mind is trying to figure out it out, understand it, grasp it, that's the mind. The higher functioning of the mind we even call the decisive intellect because this functioning of the decisive intellect is like the purified intellect that is one with the self. It is one with the being. So any decisions that are made to put the attention on oneness, to put the attention on the self, to know the knower, those are the highest decisions. And through that highest decision, all of the decisions will come from that. Because as I said before, the knower the self. The space is the source of all the power that then moves through the intellect, the mind, the senses, and the body. So when all that is in harmony, is in sync with the pure knower, then everything will flow from that knower. Now this doesn't mean that everything will meet your preferences, or when when it doesn't meet your preferences, then you'll conclude, well, that's okay too. It didn't meet my preferences, so but I'm still okay. No, that's all the fu- functioning of the mind, thinking that it knows. What we mean by this is there's no division, so you are one with that whole, and knowing that everything is that. Amaramham, maduramham amaram um, ham maduram ham pure free and forever